0: Hello, I'm Michael Serapio, and this is the Primetime Politics Podcast.
1: Tonight on Primetime Politics. Any interference attempt by any foreign actor is troubling. Justin Trudeau moves ahead with measures to address Chinese interference, but
0: falls short of the public inquiry opposition MPs are calling for.
1: I'm announcing that I will be appointing an independent special rapporteur. Coming up,
0: we will speak to members of Parliament about the Prime Minister's late-day announcement. Will anything they heard allay their fears about foreign interference in Canadian elections? Also, Guy Saint-Jacques, we will speak to Canada's former ambassador to China. Just what is the People's Republic trying to achieve by interfering in the democratic process? And What are Canadians saying about the issue? Do they think the Prime Minister is doing enough to protect Canadian democracy? This is Primetime Politics. Hello everyone, I'm Michael Serapio. The nation's capital was put on pause this afternoon after being told the Prime Minister would make an announcement about China interference late in the day. As it turns out, that announcement had nothing to do with an independent public inquiry that opposition MPs had been calling for. Instead, Justin Trudeau turning to a special committee made of MPs and Senators to look into the matter. It is known as the National Security and Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians. The Prime Minister also asking the civilian-led National Security and Intelligence Review Agency to look at CSIS and the Communications Security Establishment.
1: When democratic institutions are under attack, it is just that it be parliamentarians, elected officials, who should be stepping up to protect those institutions. This is why we created NSICOP and gave them the tools to review these matters and report their findings and recommendations to Parliament. is an external and independent expert body designed to review the collection and use of sensitive intelligence by government, including for all of our national security agencies, and ensure that they are meeting the high standards Canadians expect of them. They are well placed to determine how the system is working across intelligence agencies and government departments, what information flowed or didn't flow properly, and why. They also produce reports
0: publicly to Parliament. The Prime Minister also announcing that a special rapporteur will be appointed to see if there are any other security gaps that need to be filled and that may, down the road, lead to a public inquiry. Consultations will also begin for a foreign agent registry, and immediately a counter foreign interference coordinator will be created within Public Safety Canada. Well, with more on the announcement made this evening, we're now joined by Mark Gerritsen. He is Parliamentary Secretary to the Government House Leader, also the Liberal MP for Kingston and the Islands in Ontario. And Alexandre Boulardis is the Deputy Leader for the NDP and the Member of Parliament for Rosemont La Petite Patrie. Hello to the two of you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, Mr. Garrison, I'll ask you to start us off. This is not the full independent public inquiry that the opposition has been calling for. Why this route?
2: Well, I mean, I think that the prime minister um, takes the matter very seriously. He understands that Canadians are very much interested and they want to see uh, um, uh, this conducted in a manner that is open and transparent. And I think that our goal from the beginning has always been to remove the politics from this. So what you're seeing today uh, in the appointment uh, that will be coming soon of an independent expert to look into this is we will uh, allow that person to make the decision of what the best course of action is moving forward. Um, And the prime minister said in his statement he's committed to accepting the recommendations that come forward that way. So um, we've always been concerned about the. uh, politics that can get involved and the length of time that it can take to do a public inquiry. It has always been our preference to ensure that this stuff, uh, the, the very important and sensitive information that would come about in this process would be properly protected. That's why we've always advocated to put this in the hands of NSICOP. Um, but uh, you know uh, we, we also respect the fact that Canadians really uh, want have a vested interest in this as they should and so Canadians need to be assured of uh, what uh, is going on, and through the appointment of this independent expert that we'll see in the coming days, uh, the Prime Minister is committed to ensuring that Canadians get to see that.
0: Uh, Mr. Boulardise, I'm wondering what you make of this strategy. Again, not the uh, independent public inquiry that you've been asking for, but really this whole uh, suite of other measures to address election integrity. Does that help uh, create a bit more calm that this is being handled properly?
3: Um, not, not really, we, uh, you know, the, 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 it's a disappointment today because we, we, the NDP, we table the motion and we ask for you know a full independent public in- inquiry because it's a it's a really important matter for for all Canadians and Quebecers all citizens you know we're talking about our democracy our electoral system the confidence of the citizens uh, with the our institutions uh, it cannot be more important than than that in the in the democratic society so why not have a full public Transparent inquiry to reinstall the confidence of, of Canadians of citizens uh, with our electoral process because it's really it's a it's a huge question. Do, do other states are doing things like that? How the social media are used to influence our, our election and the vote of the of uh, the, the people that we represent? Uh, and now you know the the national security committee is an important tool but it's going to be in camera so it's going to be secrets not transparent at all how can you restore the confidence of citizens if it's a, it everything it is in secret
0: oh, okay but mr burris so, you know i guess one of the concerns here is that with a public inquiry it might descend into nothing more than political theater and wouldn't that actually play into the hands of uh, foreign players who actually
3: want to destabilize canadian democracy you know you, you can you can play smart. You can have an open discussion about the influence of other states in our democracy in, in, our, in our elections, but you can also have parts that is are in, in camera. Because of course, when you say what you know, you say also what you don't know, and others will listen and they will they will make take advantage of that. So. Part of this public inquiry could have been, you know, uh, uh, keep in in secret to uh, to, uh, our national security. Now, like, almost everything will be in secret. So, how can you reassure people when you, uh, when they don't know exactly uh, what what is the the deep of the problem that we're talking about?
2: If I can okay. jump in very quickly. Yes, of course. I, I think it's important to reflect on the fact that all of the experts, the national security experts that have come forward, CSIS, RCMP, everybody that came forward to uh, the parliamentary committee that's currently studying this, all reported that the that they believe the best manner for this to occur is uh, behind the um, or within the committee um, that is established to do this, which is the NSICOP, the national, uh, it's a a parliamentary, a committee made up of parliamentarians that is tasked with studying this very important stuff. I think it's important to point out that these are parliamentarians and senators that sit on this committee. There are members from the NDP, members from the Conservative, Liberal, uh, senators that sit there. Um, So it's not as though it's, it's, there's no accountability at all. But having said all of that, I think we need to move beyond that now because the Prime the Prime Minister has said he wants to put this in the hands of an independent expert that he will appoint in the coming days to make the determination where the best place uh, to have this uh, this discussion is. So, okay. I mean, I think that the Prime Minister is taking an active role here in trying to remove the politics from this, which I think is what Canadians are after. Well, well
0: you know, when you speak of Canadians, though, Mr. Gerritsen, there was that Nanus poll. You know it. Sixty yep. percent of Canadians believe this country is doing either a poor or very poor job of protecting Canada from foreign interests interference. So if this is also about restoring confidence, how does that confidence get restored without true transparency, without doing it in the open as the opposition MPs are asking for? Does that not ultimately hurt your party if you don't give that to Canadians who have lost faith that that enough is
2: being done to protect the system? So we have to find the balance between what is uh, uh, the, the, the best way to handle the very sensitive information and at the same time provide that security that Canadians are searching for. Because I, I, I recognize that, that Canadians do want to see that and I, and I know that the Prime Minister sees that as well. That's why, again, I go back to the independent expert that he indicated he's going to be appointing, uh, has, it, has it will be tasked and, and is going to be tasked with looking for um, uh, gaps that exist within uh, the current framework to further strengthen it and to to recommend how to properly go about um, dealing with this information so that we can keep the politics out of it, but still allow Canadians to feel an, an assurance in uh, the 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 democratic system that we have in place I think the Prime Minister made an excellent point towards the end of his uh, news news conference when he said you know our institutions need to outlast every single politician that currently exists right now we have should have a vested interest in a nonpartisan way in ensuring that the institution that we rely so heavily on is maintained well into the future but and why beyond. can't the Canadian public be the arbiter. And let it be done in the open. Because there are some parts of the manner in which we collect information, the manner in which we analyze information, the manner in which we share information with our our uh, allied uh, countries that um, it will, will uh, be to our disadvantage that will hurt Canada if that information becomes public. So it's very uh, you know, the, the manner in which the information is handled has to be handled very carefully. And so, um, you know, the, the opposition has called repeatedly for a a more public inquiry um we've said that the best place for this to occur would be behind uh the 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 uh, uh, national the ensacop committee um and that na- well, it, it's, it's in camera <laughs> yeah. nobody no, no, nobody has access that, to that that, that, is, that is that's <laughs> absolutely fair but this is what the experts are telling us where the information needs to be handled okay now me- i will say that that ensacop committee does produce reports that are tabled to parliament um i'm sure that mr blue and other uh, mps read those Reports when they come forward, so we do get those reports uh, from committee, and they share with us their outcomes and how they determine those. Okay,
0: misabilities. Then, where does this leave opposition MPs like you? As you said, you're you are wanting more. That's not what you're you're getting yeah. here. Yeah. Is opting out of the National Security and Intelligence Committee an option if your party wants more?
3: No, 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 no. We, we will we will still work on that committee. We'll still uh, get involved and do our, our work. You know, it's it's, it's important uh, uh, for for the NDP and a lot of uh, of citizens in this country, but, you know, uh, an uh, and independent expert or special reporter is a, is a good thing, you know, it's a step in the right direction, but why not having an independent inquiry? But the, the problem that we have today with those half measures is that will it be enough to answer uh, the questions of, of Canadians? that are really worried about, you know, maybe the implication of China, Russia or other states or other organizations that could via uh, social media influence, our, you know, our, our debate and, and the result of our, of our elections. You know, when it, it, if everything is still in, in camera or secret, I'm not sure it will reinstate the, tr- the trust of, of Canadians. but, okay. but if, if I, very I may quickly Mr. I, Gerson, if, very I, quickly.
2: if I may, this doesn't necessarily mean that the the results that are produced are going to stay in camera. I mean recommendations will still come forward regardless of the form on how we can strengthen our democracy and strengthen our protection against foreign interference that we will then um, be able to ensure that Canadians know about. So I mean there is uh, you know a lot of uh, public knowledge that comes about from these okay. these committees work. Mr. Gerritsen, sorry to cut you off there,
0: but really thank you for the time. Mr. Bouludes, thank you as well for uh, joining us tonight.
2: Thanks. Thanks.
0: Now, we also want to note that we invited Conservatives to take part in tonight's panel.
1: No one was available. That's where Canadians can have confidence that we are removing this from the political parties, including the political party that happens to be in government right now, and saying this is a matter that all Canadians, regardless of who they voted for or didn't vote for, should be able to be reassured is the right process to examine what is a very concerning issue around foreign interference, but that has been elevated to a level of partisan uh, disagreements that has made it difficult for any party, including the party in government, to reassure Canadians that whatever we're doing is going to be enough and sufficient. That's where a special rapporteur to come in and survey the landscape and ensure that everything we do will be sufficient to reassure Canadians that our democracy remains strong and that the tools we have to counter ongoing foreign interference are the right ones.
0: Well, with more on the Prime Minister's announcement, we're now joined by Guy Saint-Jacques, a career diplomat. He was appointed Canada's ambassador to China in 2012, served until 2016. Uh, Guy Saint-Jacques, good to see you again. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh,
4: Thank you for the invitation, Mr. Serapio.
0: Now as you heard, the Prime Minister uh, says that he will appoint a special rapporteur to look into China interference, also calling on the National Security and Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians to look into that matter. Are those measures, along with others, enough to restore public confidence, do you think?
4: Well, uh, among the the things that were announced tonight by uh, the Prime Minister, I think there are a number of good things, like this uh, special rapporteur. I think this person can play a a very important role. Uh, I would note that, uh, in fact, in Australia, uh, uh, that position was created five years ago. And uh, similarly, in Australia, they created a registry uh, five years ago. Uh, Now we hear that uh, Minister Mendicino is uh, charged with uh, starting consultation on the process of creating a registry. That raised the question, what is the timeline uh, here? And how long will the process uh, take? I think, you know, in all of this, uh, there is uh, urgency uh, to try to uh, find out exactly the the kind of measures that uh, have been taken by the the Chinese secret uh, services in previous elections uh, and to put in place mechanisms to try to prevent such interference. But if uh, these committees take too long, uh, well, uh, we we will get uh, very close to the next federal election uh, and and then uh, we will have to to start again. So there is urgency in this. Uh, I would note also that the uh, uh, parliamentary uh, committee on national security has provided recommendations in the past that were not necessarily uh, followed by the government. So uh, uh, what is has uh, changed uh, this time? The, the other problem when you look at all these announcements and uh, uh, if you read also uh, what Morris Rosenberg said in this uh, report, in fact, we have a, a plethora of uh, mechanisms of parliamentary committees of uh, 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 public officials uh, And it's starting to to get a bit confused and it uh, raised the question, who is is in charge? And in this case, uh, I think that for all those reasons, uh, I don't think that the uh, opposition will be satisfied and we can expect that there will be many more questions asked in the House of Commons in com- in coming days
0: I'm wondering you know as as you list those things out and as you say a, a, a number of different committees and officials at work at this point to try to 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 answer questions around Chinese interference does that I guess at this point confused uh, system embolden Chinese officials to to continue what they've been doing
4: well you know the I read a report uh, uh, yesterday that said that in the last 10 years, China has interfered in 10 elections in uh, uh, seven uh, countries. That includes uh, Australia, the United States, uh, and Canada. Uh, Taiwan was the place where uh, there was the most interference. Uh, And so this is a a pattern that has been known for years. and, And yes, the prime minister said in his press conference today that the government has taken measures in the last few years uh, the problem in all of this is that there is the impression that the uh, the government is not the best judge to to decide uh, what measures need to, to take place because there is the perception that they were the main beneficiaries and, and i would hope that you know uh, an inquiry would uh, dig into all the information that was revealed so far uh, to try to confirm the methods used by the uh, the, the Chinese uh, services to try to influence the, the government, and and to better coordinate the uh, the effort to uh, to oppose uh, such interference.
0: So you believe a public inquiry, independent public inquiry, is necessary at this point?
4: Well, the uh, you know there are various type of uh, public inquiry, and, and you know if. Uh, uh, the government were to announce that someone like uh, former Justice uh, Arbu would, uh, would be selected uh, to run uh, an inquiry because she has the, all the, uh, the authorization to look at uh, classified uh, documents. Uh, and, and in fact, maybe you know, that could be the role of this uh, special rapporteur. But again, uh, we, we have to know who this person will be, uh, what kind of uh, mandate the person will get, uh, what is the, the time frame? Uh, and, and, you know, the, the, the prime minister's uh, task, the uh, parliamentary committee to look into foreign interference. In fact, the problem here is Chinese interference. Yes, there are other countries that intervene. I would suggest that the work be divided in two phases. A first phase uh, uh, that uh, should deal with the Chinese interference. That's the, the most urgent because at this stage, we, we suspect that maybe 10, 12 uh, writings uh, suffered from this interference and may have had an impact on the results. Uh, We we have also, the the prime minister announced that there would be $5.5 million to uh, counter this information. I think the government itself has to be a lot more involved to uh, convey uh, its messages on, uh, especially on uh, uh, Chinese social media like WeChat. Uh, Otherwise it leaves, it's an open field uh, for China. Uh, And, and, you know, we have to realize that China knows very well the vulnerabilities uh, of our electoral system. One last thing also that Mr. Trudeau uh, could announce is that from now on, the Liberal Party, when it's time to select a candidate in a writing, will limit the the, the voting to uh, Canadians, because we have learned that in the case of Mr. Handong, in fact, the, the, the Chinese uh, concert uh, organized buses of Chinese students to go to vote at that, uh, at that uh, assembly. The only uh, proof that they needed to provide was a proof of residence in the writing. Well, imagine an easier way than that to uh, influence the course uh, uh, of an election or the, the selection of a candidate.
0: Well, we are certainly watching, uh, especially with the reaction to all of this announcement being made late tonight. We'll watch for the reaction tomorrow. Uh, But Guy St-Jacques, for tonight, thank you very much for the time.
4: Thank you very much.
0: We'll get back to the China interference story in a moment, but first let's take a look at the other stories making headlines today, beginning with Conservative leader Pierre poliev and how he answered questions about caucus colleagues who met with a far-right German politician last month.
2: If ever I find out that any of my members of parliament or candidates have dressed up so many times in ugly racist costumes that they can't remember them all, they will be thrown out and not allowed to run. Away.
0: That reference about costumes, a dig at the Prime Minister. Now, the Conservative leader says Dean Allison, Colin Carey, and Leslyn Lewis will remain in caucus after their lunch with Christine Anderson. Anderson belongs to the Alternative for Germany, a party accused of targeting immigrants and downplaying Germany's Nazi past. poliev said Anderson's views are vile and racist and claims the MPs did not know that before meeting her.
2: Why is it that you are making massive profits while Canadians are struggling to buy their groceries. Why is it that week after week grocery prices continue to rise, their profits continue to rise, and Canadians are struggling?
0: That's Jagmeet Singh previewing what Hill asked some of Canada's top grocery executives in person about food prices. The NDP leader says he'll be at the Agriculture Committee when Loblaws Chairman Galen Weston testifies this Wednesday. The CEOs in charge of Metro, Safeway and Sobeys are also on the witness list. And some new military images to share with you from this past weekend in Poland. That's where Canada's Chief of Defence Staff visited troops helping to train Ukrainian tank crews and combat engineers as part of Operation Unifier. General Wayne Eyre was also in Kyiv, where he met Ukraine's Commander-in-Chief and some of the troops already trained by Canadians. They're also paying tribute to Ukraine's fallen defenders. Well, well, it's more than just Ottawa's political class that's following the China story closely, most Canadians are. And recent polling says most think the federal government is doing a poor job at protecting Canada from foreign interference. With more, we're now joined by polls analyst Eric Grenier, the brilliant mind behind the RIT.ca. Eric, good to see you. Happy to be here. Listen, uh, let's begin with Canadian assessment here because the prime minister uh, says he has confidence in measures brought in about six years ago to protect Canadian institutions from foreign interference, but that seems offside of what the majority of people think. Uh, What did the polls tell us about that?
5: Yeah, well, the polls are showing that a majority of Canadians do believe that China interfered in our last elections and uh, that also that China might have been successful in that. We do see that a lot of Canadians, upwards of 65, 70 percent, there was a poll by Nanos Research recently showing 71 percent of Canadians think that this poses a major threat to our democracy. So what we have been hearing from the prime minister and the government that, you know, more or less that our institutions have held uh, doesn't seem to be... uh, passing among the Canadian electorate who think that this is a real problem and that China is uh, interfering in our elections and almost certainly
0: to do it again. So how bad are the numbers then? And I'm wondering about that on a couple of fronts. First and foremost, though, with the Prime Minister, how bad are those numbers for him?
5: Well, we do see from uh, the Angus Reid Institute polling that was done uh, or was published last week that uh, you know Canadians don't think that the government is doing enough to stand up to China and also that. Uh, the government will not do enough to stand up to China. We've also seen that, as I said, a lot of Canadians feel that this is a real threat, so they do want to see action coming from the government. One of the poll questions from the Angus Reid Institute, that's perhaps the most disturbing one, that did find that a quarter of Canadians, uh, after hearing some of the stories that have been out in the media over the last few weeks, believe that the last election was stolen. And, you know, for people who have maybe observe what's been going on in the United States over the last few years, that's a kind of very worrying kind of thing to hear. There's no indication that the election was stolen. Everybody uh, more or less agrees that uh, China's influence would have been relatively minor, even if they had been successful. Uh, so to see those kinds of numbers, including upwards of 40% of Conservative voters, uh, suggests that not only do people see this as a great threat, but that for a lot of Canadians and perhaps too many, uh, that it does put into question the integrity of our electoral system.
0: Well, let's pick up on that point and build on it, because if that's what people believe about the 2019 and the 2021 election, what impact does that have going forward then? Well, I think that we're going to see that uh, anything that happens
5: in future elections uh, will often perhaps be attributed to foreign interference, whether or not it's true. I think this is one of the biggest issues that we have here is that we do have a vacuum of information uh, because a lot of this is confidential information so that the government is not able to share it. Uh, so when we have that kind of vacuum, people often fill it with their Uh, you know, the worst case scenario. So in future elections, I think this will put into question anything that happens uh, that seems a little fishy, any kind of movements in the polls, any kind of results that seem um, unreliable in terms of one riding versus another, anything that just foments this kind of idea that elections are rigged, that we can't trust our own democracy is just going to have a pretty toxic effect on our how we talk about elections, but also it could have an effect on turnout and uh, people's participation that. And that's certainly something that's worrying.
0: Okay. Uh, can we do a reality check, though? Because, you know, I'm wondering just how much influence was exerted uh, by foreign players. Did efforts from the People's Republic really alter the result in any way?
5: That seems pretty unlikely. Now, we do have the government officials saying that it doesn't put into question the integrity of our elections. And even if we did attribute the uh, People's Republic of China very Great capabilities to change people's minds. They still need to be changing hundreds, in some cases thousands, of people's minds in order to swing an election. There's not that many ridings. First of all, where Chinese Canadians make up a big enough proportion to swing a riding, and also just you know just because someone is a Chinese Canadian person and can speak Chinese doesn't mean that they're susceptible to uh, propaganda put out on WeChat or Weibo from uh, you know Chinese proxies. So when we look at the results of the last election. It's possible that if the Chinese government was able to swing a few hundred votes, which even that would be a lot to do, political parties have a hard time doing that, Uh, there's only a handful of ridings that could have an impact. So the idea that maybe you could identify one, two, three ridings that were close enough that if there was a foreign government interfering, that it could have influenced enough voters to swing the election in those ridings. That is certainly a possibility. But the idea that they could have swung the entire election, which would have required dozens of seats to change hands, it's just not a plausible argument.
0: Although you know, people will point to the fact that when you look at these uh, reports, they say that China was uh, looking for, maybe hoping for, a liberal minority. And that is, in fact, what happened.
5: Right. And, you know, we don't know if that is China after the fact claiming uh, credit for something that had already happened. But it is a hard thing for uh, a government to engineer an election result in its own country, for parties to engineer an election result that they're looking for. You know, the New Democrats have been trying to form government for uh, a long time and haven't been able to do it. The idea that China from the outside would be able to swing an election in a way that political parties aren't able to do just stretches uh, credulity. But if it did change the outcome, in just a single writing, that's too much. And even if it changed the outcome for a single voter, that's not something that
0: we want. Eric, thank you for this. Good speaking with you tonight. Thank you. And that's Eric Renier. It's always nice to speak with Eric. And that is our program for this evening. For everyone here at CPAC, thank you for watching. I'm Michael Serapio. We'll see you again tomorrow.